Hello, I am Crystal Grafton Combs, and this is a special unscripted edition of Coffee Talk with Crystal. I am actually seated in a chapter room of the chapter house where I was initiated at New Beta Chapter with three New Betas, two of whom are collegiate women, and one who is an alumna advisor for philanthropy. We are seated in the chapter house. You will hear people sometimes coming or going, and we will make apologies in advance because our voices may be a little bit scratchy and dry because it is SEC football season. We are in the South and we did win a ball game yesterday. So that being said, ladies, please introduce yourselves. Hi, so I'm Valerie Rewa. I'm this year's uh, National Philanthropy Chair for the New Beta Chapter. Um, I'm actually from Nashville, Tennessee, so not too far from home, but it's still... It's a good distance, but I, I really love being here. My name is Lily Gordon. I am also from Nashville, Tennessee, but I claim the southern part of Nashville. <laughs> Valerie claims the northern part. Um, I am this year's local philanthropy chair for New Beta, and I'm really excited to be here. And I'm Sarah Siebert. I am the philanthropy advisor for New Beta. I'm originally from Shorewood, Illinois, but I have lived in Oxford since 2004, so I'm claiming this is my 15th football season. <laughs> nice. We won't talk about how many football seasons I can claim at this point. <laughs> so let's talk about the national initiatives that you all have for the Arthritis Foundation. Yeah, so um, we do a lot for the Arthritis Foundation. We try to have our girls be as involved as they can. Um, we do our slice out arthritis pie sale. And so that's my personal favorite. We always have it right before Thanksgiving. And so we'll have people from the community come to our pie sale and we can sell whole pies that you can take back for Thanksgiving dinner or we sell just slices of pie. And honestly, it's so much fun. Like people line up down the street to come in for our pie. And so that's my favorite event. But then we also have our bowling event in the spring. And so we basically, it's our bowling tournament and we have all the different organizations come and make teams. And it's really special for us because we honor um, Carly Sears, who passed away. And so we take some of those funds and we give it to her scholarship. And so it's really fun to um, get to see her family every yeah. year and talk to all of them. And it's really good for our, uh, our girls, too, because we get to kind of hang out at a bowling alley for a couple of hours. <laughs> and it's, it's a lot of fun. And not only that, it's Carly... Carly passed away almost four years ago. No one who's currently in the chapter, minus a few sisters of girls that were in the chapter with Carly, are no longer active in the chapter. So it's really nice. Her mom is now getting to see a new group of girls. Mm -hmm. Her mom and dad both come every year. And it's nice for her to see the impact of Carly long after she's even her pledge class graduated, her friends have graduated on too, and that's really nice. And um, some of her friends come back every year too. And I know it's something that her parents especially really really look yes, forward to it. it's the biggest thing for them to kind of remember their daughter in the legacy she's leaving behind um so well cool. and it's become a, a pretty big deal it's here like if I remember event. correctly like I remember seeing teams with like holding big trophies and things mm -hmm. and like this is something mm -hmm. that they then give shout outs to throughout the year because they have won this event hosted by this chapter correct yes mm -hmm. and her first the first year that we had it um, it was a bunch, obviously her friends were all still in college and her different groups of friends had team names based on like inside jokes with her too and fraternities and sororities and her roommates and they all had 
big teams and there's even kids from our hometown that went to school here that had teams as well. That's amazing and how much do you all raise doing this each year? Through both the uh, pie sale and the uh, bowling event we we raised actually over $27,000 this past year so it's it's a lot and honestly every time I am working on like adding up all the numbers and seeing how much we've got it's it's a really good feeling every time I'm like, okay, that's the big number. That is a big number. And so <laughs> it's, it's really, really rewarding. And it, I think that every time I announce a number in chapter, the girls are like, okay, we did that. Like that was us because it's, it takes them going out and saying, Hey, do you want to take it to the bowling event? Or, Hey, do you want to come to our pie sale? Because they want us to do well and they want to raise the funds. So it's, it's rewarding for me too, just for sure in general. Well, and we put so much effort into the events. Mm-hmm. And we yes. both work very hard. At, we do different things, mm-hmm. but announcing it at chapter every um, Monday at six mm-hmm. and telling these girls time and time again we're doing this for a good cause and for a reason, and just to hear those numbers and see how much our effort is done for mm-hmm. national philanthropy is super. Cool and I as think well. they can see how much we care too, and so that like we should all care this much. Like, this is important. Top-down effect. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. There's a lot to be said And a few that. years ago, one of the cool things that they did with the pie sale is they made a national impact and impacted our local philanthropies, too. So you had the option to buy a pie to be delivered to one of our local philanthropies as well, which was really nice so that those families had a pie at Thanksgiving as well. Well, and I think it's really important to note that you all don't limit that to local areas because as an alumna of this particular chapter, I get to buy pies and send them on, and I've occasionally sent them to women in the chapter that mm-hmm. I know may be hungry yes. because yeah. they're like, we're having a pie sale, but, but then also that we can contribute to other organizations yes. that are local to the community. Yes. And I think that is really important that we just, just don't limit our fundraising efforts for just college chapters that we um, and college members, that we do um, send links to our alumni and post it on our alumni pages and try to engage them as well to see what our chapter is doing in terms of philanthropic events as well. So tell me what else you all do locally. So we actually have the pleasure of two local philanthropies, uh, one being Oxford More Than Meal and one being Oxford Boys and Girls Club. So I'll start with Oxford Boys and Girls Club because I absolutely adore those kids, but we do a lot of holiday events with them. So in the fall we have our Halloween Haunted House that they absolutely love. We decorate the entire um, warehouse yeah. with cobwebs, we turn the lights off, fog now is machines. is this the warehouse of the Boys and Girls Club? Um, the Boys and Girls so Club. you go to They're their building. location and decorate. Yes, ma'am. Um, so we have all the spiders, girls wear masks, we put up these huge kind of banners and they'll kind of peek out, scare the kids. And it's very surprising how scared kids will get of a black cloth and <laughs> a plastic mask. You, and you look sound at it, like you were kind of loving it. And yeah, you look at it and it's like this doesn't seem like it would be scary. And then these kids are running through, screaming. Their but it's like they come like, back. Yes, and they'll come back through like ten they'll or fifteen times. It's like, don't scare me, scare me. <laughs> yeah. So it's very very fun. Um, I can easily say it. That's. And their parents come too. Exactly. It's their favorite part of the year because they can walk through with the girls, with the parents, whoever they really choose to. And another event that we do in the fall before we leave for break is the Christmas party. So we'll have a little craft for them. Um, 
will decorate Christmas cookies just to kind of get them in the spirit because I know that a lot of these kids, their parents might struggle with providing gifts for them and just activities to celebrate that and kind of giving, doing something so small and seeing how much of an impact it makes on them is really special. In the spring, we have our Valentine's Day party and we'll make um, Valentine's. A lot of kids will make them for their parents just to show them how much they love them, which is super sweet. And our Easter egg hunt, which is my favorite, we spin a chapter, a sisterhood chapter with Brooklyn, our sisterhood chair, and we stuff all of these eggs. We have girls bring in huge bags of candy and stickers. Yeah, anything that they can kind of shove in there. And then as the many um, plastic eggs as you can imagine, mm -hmm. like oh a ton of eggs. And you get the sparkly ones, the plain ones, you get a vast <laughs> array, so that's always fun too. But, um, We'll have a bunch of the girls come and come to the warehouse again into their backyard area and kind of hide them. They're pretty obvious places, I'm not going to lie, but even just watching the kids stream out of this door when we say go and freaking out, scrambling to get eggs, putting them in their shirts is super cool too. So um, that's my personal favorite just because you get to see the true, true joy, joy on their faces from just a little plastic egg too. So. That's the local um, side of it for Boys and Girls Club, and then More Than a Meal is something we do more weekly. Um, definitely something that we are very invested in. It's every Tuesday from 4.45 to 6, mm -hmm. if anyone wants to ever come and join. But um, More Than a Meal is basically providing a hot meal to those in need in Oxford. So we have a lot of families that kind of need that extra help and need that extra boost. So just serving them. We have lasagna, all kinds of things. And it's a big them. community effort too. Mm -hmm. So different churches, different um, sorority and fraternity mm -hmm. groups, different um, organizations. Like the coaches' wives will sign up to do one uh, Tuesday and everybody signs up in June. So it's like kind of a race to get your date to do it as well. Exactly. And a lot of the holidays too will decorate the entire area with tablecloths with Halloween pumpkins on them and different things like that. So that's always super fun, um, but yeah, so that's, that's our exciting. Main and event. you were telling me earlier that you have an exciting new project that yes. you are working on for this fall. So we have two things. We invest a lot with more than a meal every Tuesday, but we um, are trying to be more involved and get more invested in Boys and Girls Club. And so with that, we've had about 30 plus girls that are going through the process of getting the waiver signed to tutor for Boys and Girls Club and just get regular help with their homework. Um, a lot of those kids, it is crazy how much they look up to college students and when they see you, they get all excited. They'll remember you even from Halloween to Christmas, your name, and run up to you, give you a big hug. So we're just trying to invest more in them and um, what we do for them. But that's the tutoring side and then we're actually we're planning on pairing with a fraternity this fall to organize a service day for them. So their backyard area where we do the Easter egg hunt every year is, it needs help, it needs a little bit of love. And so we are going to pair with them, bring all kinds of gardening tools, and just kind of spruce up the area, make it something that they're more excited to go out and play in and be around. So we're getting a bunch of trees donated that we're going to plant along the chain link fence on the outside to kind of cover that. Um, we are buying all kinds of mulch and plants for their garden that the kids have started. They 
go out every day and water it and see how much their plants have grown. So it's super cool. They're super passionate about it, but just to um, kind of give them the resources that they might not have right now. And we're also going to get those one foot by one foot stepping stones mm -hmm. and have all the kids paint whatever they want to, hand prints with the primary colors and make this big patio for them too. Oh, I love um, that. A little less technology, a little more. Exactly. <laughs> hands on. Yes. Hands on learning. Yes. I love it. Painting. We're also Says the teacher to... in the room. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Says the teacher in the room. But painting um, their wooden picnic tables and big thing I'm trying to get is donation of a jungle gym area for them to be able to go out and oh, wow. play in after school. So more to come on that, but we got some big things planned. Well, and we talked a little bit earlier about the pie sale, mm -hmm. but you all also have a pasta dinner of sorts yes. too, yes. don't you? Yeah. Yes. Isn't that philanthropy based? Yes. yes. Um, so the pasta dinner started actually when I was newly just jumped on board to be an advisor and my first philanthropy chair uh, Kelly Mulderig kind of started it and she was like I really want to do this for a local philanthropy so we paired with a, a fraternity and it was for their scholarship and then we found we used our portion of the funds for a local philanthropy and then we switched it towards more than a meal when we kind of adopted that philanthropy so um, some years a fraternity pairs with us, some years they choose not to, but um, it was really great when it was that they were able to fund their scholarship as well through their partnership with us. Absolutely. And it took them a few years to do it um, just because they were a smaller organization, but it was so amazing because theirs was a memorial scholarship of a student who passed away who was my age. So, oh, wow. And so it took them five, six, seven years to do it, just knowing how long it took them and that we were able to help support as well. So yes, we do a pasta dinner and we do give tickets. Lily comes pretty much every week to more than a meal too. Um, and so we have a big group of girls that do serve every week. Um, and we pass out tickets so that they can all come and get a meal too on a different night. So that way that week they have two meals that are provided for them as well. And we'll even come and bring them to their cars too because it is such a um, such a long line. Such a long line, such a packed event, yes. kind of hard to find a seat, but we're happy to be able to be of that service too. But they also do plan a meal that we're in charge of once in the fall and once in the spring too, so we're in charge of feeding a hundred people that week too. And just to go off of more the community that we've formed at More Than Meal, you do have the regulars come, the same kids, the same mothers, and you get to really form a relationship with them. Sarah's dad actually heads the front desk every of single day. Of course he signs does. everyone in. So sweet. Yes. I make him, when AOPI serves the meal, I make him wear his vintage AOPI dad shirt <laughs> circa 2004. I love it. It's this. kind of faded, but it's it's classic. And it's so and he fun loves to it. see him just at the front desk. He's like, hey, sweetie, how you doing? As he's writing my name down on a little name tag. So yeah. I love it's this. Yeah. Fun. My yeah. parents are there every week, which is kind of how we got <laughs> back into it. Right. Well, and you all have mentioned scholarships. Yes. New Beta Chapter actually has three scholarships yes, for do. various sisters that we have we lost through the years that we now honor. Mm -hmm. Sarah, as part of the 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 community that creates and holds yes. this. Um, tell me a little bit about how those came to be. So the first one um, that we have is the Paula Jones Salter Scholarship, and that one was really special because Kate, 
Paula's daughter was my sophomore year roommate, one of my dear friends, and she passed away um, in May of our freshman year of college. And then our sophomore year, her family funded this scholarship in honor of Miss Paula. Um, I feel so honored I got to meet her before she passed away, um, and it was such a special moment for me. But that was kind of my first taste of what scholarship through um, AOPI was. I didn't really realize we had scholarships and then as I became an advisor, I realized we had these scholarships and you were able to form and create these scholarships yourself. So um, Candy Carlisle Darvo passed away and her group of friends kind of formed a scholarship and they kind of brought it to the chapter and we helped fundraise for it. And it took a few years. We all were kind of new to the process. and. Um, it was amazing though to see people come back and support our chapter, but then also for us to be able to create a scholarship that impacted our chapter right now. So once a scholarship is formed, $25,000, um, it goes immediately and you're able to apply and receive the scholarship and it's wonderful. Um, when Carly passed away, we kind of texted all of her friends, formed a group message and kind of just said, what do you want Carly's legacy to be? you kind of get to write the script. And they said, you know, Carly loved Oxford. She loved AOPI. She loved serving others. She loved her friends. And they kind of said, can we form a scholarship? And one of the coolest things is they had so many different people involved in it, not even just AOPIs, non-Greeks, Greeks, other chapters wanted to help. And through the scholarship, Emily Harrell was the philanthropy chair at the time. And the day after her event, she announced the chapter that we had raised Carly passed away in um, or January, this was April, so roughly four months. That chapter, she said, um, you all, all are going to laugh at how much we raised. We have raised to this date $24,999. Who will be able to give me the last dollar? <laughs> and just everyone's hands shot up and we're trying to toss up dollars to be the last um, dollar to seal the deal and form the scholarship. So just knowing how our chapter came together, how our community came together to support our chapter was amazing. Um, and I got to serve on the task force committee through um, our fraternity to help other chapters form name scholarships and form a toolkit. And that was a really great process to see what other chapters did too. Um, so that's really wonderful. And I really do encourage our girls all the time to be applying for scholarships and um, putting themselves out there for scholarships, not just AOPI scholarships, but scholarships in general because they're so deserving of them. Um, and I'm always happy to write recommendation letters and things like that because we really do make an impact here. Absolutely. And I learned something today that I did not know. Um, for those who want a little more context about our morning, this was a recruitment preview for mm -hmm. the New Beta chapter. So the women of the chapter invite alumni to come and join and give us bits and pieces of previews of what is happening in recruitment that begins, I understand, in 14 days. 14 days. So it is all coming together. Um, but I did not know that Val here has a very specific relationship with the Arthritis Foundation and with AOPI. So before we go today, I would love for you to talk about that and to share this story and your life with all of those out there. Yeah, so I actually was diagnosed with arthritis. It was um, JIA, which is Juvenile Idiopathic Arthritis, and I was diagnosed when I was 13 months old. So it was kind of a 
an interesting process. My family or my parents noticed that I was starting to walk, but that I wouldn't bend my knees. So if you can imagine like a one-year-old trying to learn to walk, but also trying to learn to walk without bending their knees, kind of like a penguin, basically, mm-hmm. is what it's it like was. like a zombie? Yeah. I was <laughs> about to hol- say that was yeah. very difficult. Hol- yes, <laughs> for sure. It's hard enough to learn to walk, but... Yeah, I did it now. I'm walking around. but um, <laughs> You are. You're walking you around are. beautifully. Yes. Yeah, so it was kind of a, a s- slow process originally, um, being diagnosed and all. But then I started a medicine once I got my diagnosis. And my mom was actually very involved with the Arthritis Foundation um, when I was younger through like elementary, um, middle school times. And I, my disease was pretty well controlled. I would have a couple flare-ups every now and then, and then I would get a steroid shot and go back on my medicine and be pretty much back to normal. I played soccer. Um, That's amazing. Wrestled my siblings, like <laughs> my sisters. It would never be a, Kayla, be careful. Like Valerie's knees aren't okay. It would be a, Kayla, be careful. Valerie will throw you <laughs> type of thing. Like, um, <laughs> So I was, I had a pretty normal childhood and it, it just kind of like, I've lived with it my whole life. And then, so you really don't remember a time before it then because no. you were so young. Yeah, I really don't. It's been my whole life basically. And I, I think I was in the sixth grade. I was actually an honoree for, um, an arthritis walk that we started in my home County in Tennessee. Um, my mom helped start that entire uh walk process and get the um get the walk going and so that's like some of my best memories of the arthritis foundation are getting all of my friends and family and my my um arthritis walk team was it was called valerie's vigor and so we would all wear orange because orange was my favorite color we have changed now it's not <laughs> i was like are we still wearing yeah orange? no orange is not my favorite i've apologized to plenty of my friends and family like i'm so sorry i made you wear orange but um so like my favorite memories are just walking with my friends and family and like getting to see all the people who care about me and like care about doing stuff for the arthritis foundation because they know someone personally and so that's kind of what like I wanted to bring to this chapter as being national philanthropy, like, and she did. I last year we honored a little boy mm-hmm. um, from the community who has arthritis, and his whole family yes. came in bold with us to the bowling oh, event. Wow. Yeah, he, uh, he was so He's sweet. so great. He was so sweet. That's absolutely. amazing. <laughs> and it's just nice for our girls to see like the Arthritis Foundation. When we say we're raising money for the Arthritis Foundation, they think, "Oh, that's an organization. It's old people." Like, it's. It's really important to have that personal connection, which I think we have it with our local philanthropy because we go and we see the people and we interact with the people. But it's harder when it's raising money for some organization that does so much for other people that you don't actually see. And so that's why we also talk about the power packs that like we yes. have fun. And I, I literally have brought in, like I got a power pack when I was... Did you really? Now, I did. So, so explain for those who have not seen or do not know what a power pack is. Yes. So the power pack, it's basically a little backpack that the Arthritis Foundation will give out anytime um, a, or a kid is diagnosed with arthritis, they will give the information and the backpack to that family and it has a little teddy bear in it that you warm up and so I brought my teddy bear I was like guys like I have one this is an actual thing that they are doing for kids 
And so I think it was really cool for them to see that like we are funding that and that is affecting people. Well, and for those who can visualize this, not only are we funding it, um, on every JA power pack, it mm-hmm. says Alpha Omicron Pi mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the front now, which it did not always. Yeah, um, and mine was so, a while ago. Absolutely, so. <laughs> and but it is fascinating now. And and when we talk about our women that go and volunteer at JA camps, mm-hmm. people recognize Alpha Pi. I actually have. I'm gonna get to do that. I think in it's. I will actually be there in two weeks, the day before Rush starts. Oh, wow. And I, I'm going to be... Um, on all-nighter. I'm going to be on <laughs> on a panel, so I'll get to talk to... It's I think high schoolers is the camp that I'm going to. And that Friday night, it was kind of a spur of the moment. She was calling me to tell me about the panel, and she was like, we actually need another overnight counselor if you want to be a part of that. And so I was like, absolutely I do. Yes, indeed. So it's... It's been amazing to get more involved with the Arthritis Foundation through AOPI, just because I've always wanted to, but it's always been my mom who is involved with them and like who did everything and then we kind of got busy and fell out of it. And so it's nice to be like me taking the initiative now and me giving back to AOPI and them just because like I have gotten so much from them. They give so much for like connection and information wise like their whole website is designed for people to find out information and to find connection when they have arthritis and so it's amazing well and just one more funny story about the power pack so Valerie and I actually lived together last year we were roommates with two other girls (laughs) and there was one night that I walked out of my room into the kitchen and the microwave was on and I kind of go up peek in see what's See what they're cooking. It is a bear in the microwave <laughs> because you heat it up. It's a heat pad. I love and those. I said, and Valerie, what have you done to our house? Because that's just not that was the last thing I was expecting. But she went on to explain, this is my power pack. This is something I've had since I was little. So mm-hmm. it was just a funny way to kind of come to the realization that this is something that people are still using. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. Even in college, too. Yes. So that was a really cool experience as well. But yeah. and tell them and about... Thing, yeah. yeah, I was going to... About the college thing. We're actually part of the, um, the Connect on Campus initiative. Mm-hmm. So we're a pilot chapter for that. And it's honestly really exciting for me because, like, college is such a... It's a hard time for a lot of people. Like, the switch, the being on your own. But then with arthritis and everything, it's just that much harder. Because, like, when I came to college, I had no idea what I was supposed to do with my medicine I had been my mom had been giving me my shot for since I was one so it was learning to do it myself and it was kind of hard not having like anyone really to talk to and so basically what the connect on campus is going to do is we're inviting people on campus who have arthritis and who want to um, gain like the community uh, aspect of it so that people can see that it's not just them and like they're not alone and we'll have a panel where they can talk to probably myself and then we have um, Caroline who was our national philanthropy chair last year she'll be involved in that too so that we can answer any questions and just kind of help with the transition because and provide that sense of community yeah mm-hmm. because it can be hard sometimes and it's an invisible disease we yes, talk about a lot absolutely and it's important like to have like the 
set of people behind you because like I know Lily she said we lived together last year we did everything together and honestly she tried to make me run a half marathon keep me in shape and keep because <laughs> like physical activity is really important with arthritis like it gets so much worse anytime you just don't do anything she was like oh I have a good idea let's train for a half marathon let's just go from and zero did we to train for a half marathon we did we did yeah. do that we did not get to run the half marathon we ended up there was a whole bunch of stuff going on the weekend that we planned to do it and uh, so I know but we're gonna start over we did do that full we, 13 yeah we got was, there okay that counts we could have I'm done just it. gonna tell you right now it does not matter if you were doing it around campus or if you were doing it at right. an official race race 38 if right you did a half marathon you did a half marathon yeah, we spent many Saturday mornings yeah. trekking up along yeah, we, ran, we ran from our apartment all the way to campus all the way back yeah, it was you. It was That's amazing. I yeah. love this. We got in shape, even though we didn't actually run the half marathon. <laughs> you did, though. Yes. You're going to call it's that a win. It's the thought that counts right. there. It is. It is. Ladies, thank you very, very much for spending a part of your day with me. I know that this is a very busy time of year. I appreciate you so much and for sharing your respective stories. And as always, if you have a question, you can email me at coffeetalk.com. AMA at iCloud.com. Thanks so much for listening.